Good afternoon. Welcome to the Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. This program is brought to you by Triad Veterans League. We are so happy to be here on WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. How's everybody doing today? Certainly hope you're doing well as we're getting ready to clock out on 2022 and Clock in on 2023. How about that? Folks, I'm telling you, there's so much going on in the health field. I don't even even know when to start, where to start. But let me tell you something. You ain't praying, you ain't staying. I want you to pray for my son who is laid down with the second, not the first, but the second COVID-19 virus. You know, a lot of times... You know, we get information, and because of the uh, the way that the the viruses change, they change. They don't stay the same. Uh, we can't make that claim that you know it won't be back. It will be back. So we gotta go back to the safe distances and wearing the masks in the crowds and try to stay out of crowds if we can. You know. <laughs> But I've been a couple of places, and I'm sure you have too during this holiday season, and we are seeing a lot of crowds. People are so happy to be out because uh, last year, the year before that, and I believe the year before that, we were restricted from, you know, normalcy. We couldn't do this and we couldn't do that because of the uh, pandemic. And now this is supposed to be the year of liberation. It looks like as we go into 2023 that that might be not the case at all. So look, if you haven't had your shot, I would suggest, I'm not going to advise, that you think about, that you think about, thinking about, you know, checking yourself out. Notice I didn't didn't say anything about you taking a shot or taking a medicine, I'm just suggesting, because I love you, that you think about how you're going to deal with the situation in terms of health precautions. This is The Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell, WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. We'll be right back. Are you a veteran who is struggling with their housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing to eligible, struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Let me just give that back to you again, folks, and if you have a pen nearby, there's a phone number that you can call and suggest that you listen to what's being played because the veterans can benefit from this. And we want our veterans to know that we here at the other page, we're really concerned about you. And I'll tell you why. Right back, right back. Are you a veteran who is struggling with their housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing to eligible, struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. We're back again, folks, and uh, I want to thank all the veterans. Thank you for your service, and uh, Happy New Year. And I'm hoping that if you're going through anything, that you listen to what I'm about to say, because if you need help, you got to ask for it. You got all these people running around and not really understanding what a veteran is. You don't have to be engaged in combat. You can be supporting combat that's being conducted 
way over there, and you could be doing something way over here and get impacted begins to have have you thinking other than the way you're thinking because look it's very important to understand that for years for centuries for as long as the black american veteran has been in the united states military he or she Notwithstanding the fact that the first casualty in the American Revolution in 1776 happened right here in Boston, Massachusetts. His name was Crispus Attucks. He was a runaway, supposedly slave, downtown protesting the British, the lack of representation and paying taxes. And so it is said and it is written that he was shot downtown. And they have an area marked, designating that spot. <clears throat> the sad thing about black veterans in the United States military is that they went through a lot of mental health stress. And they still are. But I want you to know that we have got to understand what trauma is and how we can begin to work with that situation for black veterans in particular. Trauma is an inability to cope with the stress factor it could be based on race. It could be based on <clears throat> anticipated violence, you know, in the war. Uh, it could be based on racism that we find in the United States military even today. We need to begin to understand that veterans need to be respected. They need to be cared for. They need to be served because they served. This is the other page of radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. I'm the host today, and I'm just telling it like it is. I mean, we need to really be mindful of the stress factors involved when you are a veteran. A lot of veterans uh, were defiant because they didn't like the way the orders was passed out and they didn't like the way that things went for black veterans in terms of them seeming always to be on the front lines. <clears throat> so they got a term called oppositional defiant. Oppositional defiant is really when you just say, hey, I'm tired, I don't want to do that. I don't want to follow your orders because I don't think they're right. And you know, you get court martial. Court martial is like court. It's a military court. Usually they don't have, you know, judges and juries. It's a judge. Sometimes on higher charges they might have uh, juries, but I'm not really an attorney or judge advocate. That's the name they use, judge advocate. Judge advocate, judge advocate is like advocating for the judge. Well, who's advocating for the defendant? They had to look at look into that after after they came up with the substance abuse problem. Oh boy, did they have one? Alcohol, illegal drugs, pills. And all of those things, <clears throat> if you're involved with that behavior, we're not getting what we're supposed to get from the veteran. He can't function. Or she can't function. They found out after giving out 
thousands of bad conduct discharges without benefits, that substance abuse and mental health disorders are treatable, are treatable. And they began to restore the benefits that were lost if you were designated as one that got caught up in a system where there was no fairness, no understanding about psychology and the psychology of substance abuse, addiction. Folks, there are veterans right now today who have not sought but have bad conduct discharges and need to be informed, involved in getting their discharges upgraded and their benefits back, which includes going to the VA hospitals, wherever they may be. That is a right for our veterans. And veterans need not be ashamed of what they went through because we're still going through it today. The sad part about veterans, uh, particularly black veterans, is that we are caught up in a situation here where we see people that are in the United States military, veterans uh, that we may have served with, uh, our forefathers or ancestors may have served with white people. And those people are part of the January 6th insurrection, and they climbed the walls just like you. They was the mountain climbing school in Fort Greeley, Alaska, where I was stationed one time. But I wasn't in the mountain climbing school. I was a photographer. Later on, I became an information specialist when I was in Okinawa. And some of the things that happens to us in those other countries, and you can talk to some World War II veterans, uh, Korean War veterans, and They'll tell you how they were misnomed by their own compadres, by white veterans telling the people in the countries where they were all kind of stuff about black veterans who were there to save the country and keep them free for a freedom that they don't even have for themselves. You know, we got tales and all kinds of things that are very, very racist and wrong, and, but we were strong. We served World War I with the 369th Infantry Regiment, the Hellfighters from Harlem. We served in World War II. The Buffalo Soldiers uh, uh, were in Italy, North Africa. We came back at the Korean conflict. We served there with, uh, I think it's 272nd. Um, we served in Vietnam. We served in the, in the West when they were selling the West me. Got to really know your history and stuff. And, and you should be proud of that. You shouldn't be sad or not acknowledging the fact that you served the greatest country in the world, the United States. But we are what we are. The war that's going on in Ukraine, the president of Ukraine came to the United States Congress, to the United States Congress, and spoke about the fight that's going on right now that we see every day, and he asked for billions, billions of dollars. $45 million, billion, $45 billion. You know, you hear these terms uh, when you try to describe what a amount of money looks like, you know. You have no idea what $45 billion looks like. $45 billion to conduct a war in Europe. No billion dollars in the United States to conduct a war for our veterans so that they can 
be who they need to be. They can get the treatment that they need to get. They can get places staffed with people of color that understand the culture of the Bedouin. You go over to the VA hospitals, some of them, and you have uh, doctors that are not from this country. They know absolutely nothing about our culture. They know absolutely nothing about how we came to be in the hospital, how we came to be seeking psych services. This is The Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell, and we'll be right back. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. I try to run these twice so that in case you didn't have a pencil or a pen, here's another opportunity for you. Are you a veteran or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Back again, folks. This is Haywood Fennell, the other page radio. Really happy to be here. Again, talking a little bit about the veteran situation, uh, you know, services and et cetera. But, you know, put some closing on that. I, I just want to say, folks, that um, the Secretary of Veterans Affairs for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, I'm going to try my best to get her here on the radio show. Her name is Cheryl Poppy. And uh, we need to talk to that lady. We need to find out what's going on with our veterans because, uh, you know, we're located here in Boston in the Roxbury area. And uh, like I said, $45 billion. I mean, well, come on now. There's a war going on here for our veterans. Everywhere you see pictures of veterans asking for help. This is America. We shouldn't be homeless. We should have in our community the best places to get services because we qualify for that. We shouldn't be ashamed of the fact that we're veterans and that we serve and many died, not just in the United States of America, but we haven't recovered all the bodies that's in, that was left in Europe, over in Vietnam. Uh, you know, you even have a flag, MIA flag. They have a, they have a, a you know, a badge that they wear, MIA flag. But what about the veterans that's MIA and you could look at him or her standing right there but not acknowledging the fact that they stood and raised their hand to commit for the freedom of the United States of America and we found our veterans in the street without a place to stay with the curb of the sidewalk as a pillar. Boy, that's a shame. That, my friend, is a real shame. Every time there's an election, you hear people that are seeking election. I'm not going to call no names. I'm not going to call any names today. But let me say something. Stop using veterans as pawns and like you're doing something for veterans. And we don't even have a veterans service center in our community. All service centers are outside of Roxbury. Is that right? R-I-G-H-T, not R-I-T-E. Huh? Veterans now. I'm talking about veterans now. They asked for the vote for some people who carry weapons, because all of us had to have a weapon, to defend this country. You asked them to vote for you, and then they voted for you, and you didn't do anything for them. You didn't do anything. I'm telling you, you didn't do anything because you know you didn't do it. Can you correct that? 
Can you start thinking about the veteran? Can you stop for a minute and think about a veteran and his family and the things that he went through to get to and come back to the United States and be spit on? Some of us got to do better than that for our veterans. I know that much because veterans are an overlooked and underused community resource. Let me talk about something else because I don't want to hear you crying through this through this phone. And I know I'm stepping on a lot of toes this morning. But I got one more thing to say about you veterans. You veterans that came out with you got your GI Bill and you worked the college route and you got your college degree and and now you got your a master's degree and some of you got a PhD. So what? What are you doing with it to help the other veterans? You got a house. You used the GI Bill to get a house. You never went to jail, but a lot of veterans went to jail because they didn't get the healing that they needed when they got out of the military. I'll tell you that much. I'm so grateful that I had a friend. And that's what we need more of, friends. Take take a minute and thank Whittier Street Community Health Center, 617 427-1000. They have uh, a project that deals with veterans outside project, not going over to the VA because uh, Jamaica Plain VA has been, you know, re- restructured, I do believe, to deal more with research than to deal with, you know, in-house services like beds for veterans that are ill, that might be service-related, now, I I had a question I was asking somebody about the uh, older veterans. What what happens with them that might have a touch of Alzheimer's? What are they doing with them? Altruism or something, all of those things, you know, that, that might even have some side effects from alcoholism. Where are they? Who's taking care of them? Suppose they don't have a family. What's happening? Do they have any rights? Do, can we find out where they are? Do we have a strategy for that? Hmm? Remember now, when they wasn't looking, it was over there at the veterans' home over there in Chelsea. Remember what happened? Now they're selling and giving millions of dollars to something that could have been prevented. It could have been prevented in Chelsea at the veterans' home. All those people didn't have to die around the virus. That's why I say we got to be careful what's going on with that virus stuff. Now, if you're a veteran, you can go over there and get a flu shot and you can get a virus check and all of that. Any veteran spot in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. We got one right over there in Jamaica Plain. We got another one in West Roxbury. We got one in Brockton. We got one in New Bedford. We got one in Worcester. You know, so come on now. Let's not fight or take flight. Let's stand and demand and command for our veterans. The Other Page Radio, my name is Haywood Fennell, WBCALP 102.9. Thank you so much. And like I was saying earlier, I hope that 2023 brings you comfort and uh, able to do a little better, you know, and Understand that all veterans are our friends here at the other page. Want to thank uh, you know, uh, City Council at Large, Erin Murphy, who chairs the Veterans Committee. She's doing a great job, you know. And a lot of the city councils are uh, listening to what she has to say because she has a lot to say. And we have friends down there now, but I'm hoping that the Boston City Council, along with Robert Santiago, who's the Commissioner of Veteran Services for the City of Boston, with his deputy, uh, Brother Bishop, Brian Bishop, will bring some time to set up meetings in our community over there at Roxbury Community College 
and get some input on how we can avail ourselves to understand that veterans are an overlooked and underused community resource. And that brings me directly to talking to you about a veterans program that creates culture projects, alerts the community to its value, work with the station here, being in media, to produce a video of a play in its 25th year of building called the Harlem Renaissance Revisited with the Gospel Flavor. We can't thank BNN Media enough for making that possible. And we're looking forward to future collaborations with this particular institute, BNN Media. Check them out online. They do a lot of work, and they really helped us. We're looking forward to a summer program that are involved theater and a workforce development project. There'll be more news on the other page radio about this upcoming uh, plan that we have to educate, entertain, and employ. Because we need to be there. We need to be there to tell the many stories that we can tell with the help of being in media. Good example of what I'm talking about, folks, is that on November the 12th and the 13th, a post-Veterans Day celebration performance was done by the Oscar Michaud Family Theater Program Company. Again, the Harlem Renaissance Revisited with a Gospel Flavor. And November the 11th was a holiday and Rossberry Community College was closed. That is why we didn't do it on November the 11th. It was closed. But every year, the Oscar Michaud Family Theater Program is going to be doing something, and we have veterans involved as principals, as instructors, working with the community, working with other institutions in our community, building an education project that will be in collaboration with BNN Media. That's coming, folks, because there's no way that we could have gotten as far as we have gotten and are still moving without BNN Media. That's right. And we're grateful. Because the news about veterans and veterans' activities and veterans' involvement, like the Veterans Reading Brigade, helping our kids learn how to understand the importance of reading so that they can learn, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to let you know that veterans are not somebody that you can just play for a vote. You got to do better than that. We don't have anything to take care of our veterans outside of the VA over there in Jamaica Plain. And now, like I said, they're taking the services that they were getting that we could get over there, and they are moving it to other places. Suppose they don't have a car, and they don't have a pickup system. They don't have Uber. They need food delivered to their houses. How are we going to do that? By letting Cheryl Poppy and Robert Santiago and get the mayor in there and sit down with some veterans and some veterans advocates and begin to really look at the dynamics of what it means for a veteran to be homeless. I remember being homeless 
And it was not a pretty picture. And now we got a place called Mass and Cash. Right here in Boston. And let me tell you what it's surrounded by. The county jail. Boston Medical Center, one of the largest medical resources entities in, the, let's say, from here to New York. The morgue. And a lot of multi-million dollar businesses and construction. A large business where they sell wholesale meats. And a lot of dipsy dumpsters where they find dead people from using that drug called fentanyl. Fentanyl reigns supreme. And people are running around here talking about white supremacy. Well, I believe fentanyl is a white powder, and I believe it's all-powerful because it'll take your life. That's the white supremacy that we need to get rid of, along with the other one. The other page radio, WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. When you use substances and become addicted, that's indicative that you have not really understood the process. We have to deal with the process. If we are a veteran and you went into the military during the Vietnam era or during the middle uh, countries over there in Iraq and, you know, Kuwait and other places and Africa, and you come home and you don't get to be uh, checked for stress and anxieties that came about as a direct result of your involvement, or direct result of you thinking that you would get involved, or by direct result of racial conflict in the military, and you didn't get a check, you know, not a check, paper check, because they got plenty of them to give away. But I'm talking about a mental check up from the neck up to find out what is needed to help you make the adjustments to going back in civilian life because you're left with bright eyes, you, you know, glowing, and you came back with dull eyes like a fish, mar a fish in a fish market on the ice, dead. We got to do our veterans better than that. You got people, like I said, that, Earned their degrees. Now, they earned their degrees now. They did that now. I ain't talking about that because I haven't had one, too. But I'm trying to do something in my community. I'm not going to lay down, and I'm not going to quit advocating for our veterans. That is what the other page radio does. We keep you on your toes. We let you know that we're not going anywhere and that we are asking for what we deserve. Respect. You can't respect a veteran act like he or she has not done anything. I was fortunate enough to meet a lady that runs a program for artists, young artists, after school program called Programs Called Artists for Humanity. And I commissioned them back around 2017, maybe 2015. Talk with them about creating an art exhibit of black veterans from Christmas Addicts, who I mentioned earlier, up to uh, the Tuskegee Airmen. It's 13 paintings, and one of the uh, teachers that was involved in this project is a well-known international. He's an international artist, and I'm Stephen Hamilton. I wish you could see these paintings. I'm trying to get them. Up again. We had him down here at the BNN uh, studio. I may try to get him back here again. But let me tell you, 
We had those paintings being shown in Worcester. And there was a lot of people there, including the governor, Charlie Baker, who's making his exit, uh, and United States Congressman Jim McGovern. Congressman McGovern saw the paintings and thought that those paintings uh, needed some support because we were planning to do a commemorative stamp drive to uh, get people to sign our petition to be presented to the United States Postal Service for the creation of a commemorative stamp series that would go all over the country. These stamps from this exhibit that Triad Veterans League had commissioned. We paid our own money for that. And so out of that, we, we, we created uh, from those images, we have a calendar of those images with other information in the calendar that is educational and it encourages people to understand why we need to have a commemorative stamp series in the United States Postal Service. We are trying to create a track record of what black American veterans did. People walk around and think that all we did was jump out of airplanes and all the other things that go with war and didn't do anything patriotic. What are you talking about? That was for this country's freedom, a freedom that we're still fighting for. Not only did we fight for America's freedom, we fought for other countries' freedom and still doing that. But you don't want to give us any of that $45 billion. Something's wrong here. I don't know what it is, but it's wrong and it's coming on strong. You ought to see them. You ought to see them if politicians, when the time comes for election, you ought to see them. Shameful. Shameful. They'll walk up to me just like they've been advocating for veterans, and they haven't. Speaking to me and telling other people around that this is Haywood Fennell, and he's a veteran, and then you just walk away, that's not what we need. You don't need to know my name. All you need to do is respect me for what I did when I raised my hand and said that I would die. I would die if you ordered me to do that. That's what a veteran does. He don't go around asking people to vote for him and then don't do nothing. You know, truth, truth don't, truth don't hurt. Make you mad sometimes. But I'm here to speak for the veteran because it seems that our elected officials are not doing that. That'll get out of here and raise money for veterans, and the veterans don't see none of the money. What about that? We're not we're not bums. We're not bums, we're not derelicts. We've got some behaviors that we need help with. But I know. When I went in that detox 28 years ago, that nurse asked me what would be different. And I told her, I said, this time I want to live. That was 28 years ago, folks. I was right over there in a VA hospital in the detox ward. And before I went up there for the last time, I, that lady asked me downstairs, the nurse asked me, she said, what would be different this time? I looked her in her eye, and I said, this time I want to live. And I'm living now. I am involved with the Veterans uh, uh, Project as the chairman of the Veterans and Friends Project for the General Edward Gordine African-American Park, Memorial Park, I think it is, or maybe it's, but it's down on Washington Street, across from Station 2, you will see 
the work that's being done to prepare for the installation of a statue that honors not just the general Edward O. Gordine, but also for the sacrifices in the history of black American veterans to this country. I'm working with these people, and we're going to get that statue installed by the springtime. People are asking me when I mention this, what about the Martin Luther King statue? Well, I'm with this veteran statue project. I'm not uh, able to give them any information on the Martin Luther King statue project. I'm talking about a project with the installation of this statue that honors the general and honors all the people that organized to have a statue in our community. And the late, the late Ralph Brown, Brown with an E, was one of the primary people that was involved in his wife now, Mrs. Wilma Brown. She's involved with that, as well as her daughter and one of her sons. Some other good people working to put the memory, the understanding by installing a statue that's going to attract a lot of people that don't even live in this community, and they're going to be taught and met by a program that we also involved, which will be some young students from around the community schools that will become like park rangers and be given all the updates about our statue in our community. And hopefully we will have Cheryl Poppy, Robert Santiago, top officials representing veterans' rights, etc., showing the blueprint for a Veterans Comprehensive Center in Roxbury that will have some housing as well as a workforce development program. We got to go all the way, folks. You know that song by the Whistles? All the way, let's go, let's go all the way. We got to go all the way, veterans. There's no other way. If you say that you're going to go someplace that you don't even know anybody, you don't know those people, and you're bringing a gun, and you're told that these people need to be displaced, and you follow up and displace those people, and you see some of your own comrades get displaced and buried over there, and you come back and you got some questions about what you was doing and nobody has time to talk about what you did and you find yourself in a bar and later in another place with a bunch of other people you may know or don't know but involved in an activity that's going to take you further down the hill from your reality. called substance abuse. I was once involved in that, and I'm going to tell you, whoo, boy, that's ugly. That is ugly. When you're not able to identify yourself and you lose all those that you love because they can't identify you. You become a monster in your own home, in your own community. A lot of them go to jail, and they really don't get no treatment in there. They may get a pill to keep them all fuzzed up. But their reality is not checked. They go to they go to prison, and that's what they do. They're in prison. They can't do anything in terms of therapeutic uh, treatment for the issues. You just give them a pill, call them out in the morning, late at night, march them over there, see that they get their pill. Open your mouth. Let me see if you took if you swallowed the pill. That's a part of that scene. I mean, you know, let's let's do something. Let's do more for our veterans. Because they did a lot for us. Let's 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 reduce let's reduce that forty five billion dollars. Let's 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 try to renegotiate. Help our veterans. 
If people don't understand that, we got to keep telling them until they get it. This is not just rhetoric. This is information about a people that are lost and nobody seems to care. Like my grandmother used to say, I declare. We can do better than that, folks. We can put that resource center in our community. We can create a grid to find out where our elder veterans are, male and female, because you got some elder female veterans. And we can come up with a plan that gives them the support that they need. I'm asking you to think about what you can do better than to see a bunch of people in a place standing around injecting drugs in open public, and it's called harm reduction. Oh, harm reduction again. I didn't. I didn't miss my word. Now that's something that we don't want to happen. We want to try to reduce harm by facing the reality that we can no longer relegate responsibility when it comes to the veterans in our community. That everybody's involved. This is the other page radio. My name is Haywood Fennell, WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. Well, you're here almost now. You're going to get ready to celebrate. I want to say Happy New Year to all of you. And that at what I said today, if you don't mind sharing it with folks, got to spread the news. Veterans need help. We really do. I mean, you asked me to vote for you and I voted for you. Not one time, not two times, not three times. Many times. And I don't see anything. I see you waving at me when you're in a parade or in a bookstore. Oh, this is Harry Fennell. He's a veteran. I don't want you to know who I am. I want you to do something for us. Veterans go to court. What happened to the special courts for veterans? Where's that at now? Where, where are the people that down there letting people shoot drugs down there at the uh, mass and cash, where does they count for veterans? They're too busy over at Boston Medical Center doing research. Why don't you do a project on veterans? Why don't you really do what you're supposed to do? Heal the sick and the suffering. I got to tell you that? Well, I don't mind because I'm going to keep telling you. Everywhere I go, when you see me, that's what I'm talking about. What are you doing for our veterans? I want to thank BNN again, BNN Media, for being involved in the Project for Culture and Education Values to be respected and raised for our children. And some of those children, granddaddies and daddies and mamas and aunts, were in the military. Okay? I'm not going to just let you smile at me and think I'm not going to tell my listening audience about what you're trying to pull off. I don't work for you. I ain't worried about losing my job. I'm a writer. I write about you. And I send it to you. You don't send me nothing back. Because you know I'm telling the truth. Honor our veterans. Honor them. Help their families. Don't keep talking about tragedies. Find solutions. We know we messed up. We need help. We got to try to do something for ourselves. But don't tell me to vote for you and you ain't did nothing for me. 
What is that? Fried ice cream? I don't eat that. Mm-mm. You can't do that to me no more. Talking about the sweet talk. Who needs that? That don't pay no rent. Let me get this here PSA to you one more time. Are you a veteran who is struggling with their housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing to eligible, struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Are you a veteran or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. So I want you to be careful out there. If you don't have to go to no parties and stuff like that, I guess it's okay. Do everything in the house. You know, you know, down south, you know, people were saying like on New Year's Day, they want the they want the uh the first guest to be a male gender, so the house be lucky. So I just want to share that with you, you know. I don't care who comes to my house. You know, get in anyway. Because I'm careful with this virus stuff jumping off and everything. Thank you so much, everybody. Be safe. See you next year. God bless you and take care of yourselves. Thank you. Mm-hmm.